0: Hello, hello, hello. This is Rebecca Shale with the Free and Chosen podcast. And today I am coming to you with a message about sanctification. So, um, as I spoke uh, last time, I of course am newly renewed in my love for God and and, uh, walk with Christ. And after I got baptized, um, my mom actually made it really clear that it was time to um, throw aside all things that were not of God, and um, so I did. I I started cleaning out my house and um, throwing out a lot of stuff. Now when it comes to sanctification, um, essentially what we're trying to do is to lay down sin, okay? Okay. Um, Because God has called us to live righteously, and to live holy and to follow Jesus. So, um, when you're doing that, and you're laying down sin, um, we kind of have to go through and get rid of the things in our life that could cause us to stumble. So, in my walk um, through life, I, I struggled with witchcraft. So first of all, I had to throw out, um, you know, all of my tarot cards and uh, books about witchcraft and um, any movies that had witchcraft in it, which I was really surprised because I was looking, you know, through every one of my movies and I had a bunch of Disney movies and it was really interesting to me that every single disney movie that i had had roots in witchcraft and the occult big red flag there right so um i had to throw all of those out i was really sad because i always loved the movie brave as well but of course the you know mom turning into the bear is brought on by a witch's curse So, oh my goodness, throwing out all of those. And um, then I had to turn to my other movies. So I used to be a big fan of horror movies. So I had to throw out all of my horror movies. And then I was like, oh, well, you know, Buffy the Vampire Slayer, that's not, you know, horror, really, right? Well, there are some some horror-y episodes, but actually... I mean, I threw them out anyway because I was like, vampires, that can't be good, right? That's And there are demons in Buffy and the Vampire Slayer and all that, or Buffy the Vampire Slayer and all that good stuff, right? There's lots of demons, lots of vampires, lots of, actually all types of sin in that. So, um, yeah, I threw that out. And actually, as I was, I've been reading the Old Testament because I'm kind of doing the the Bible in 90 days challenge. Um from the life bible app i think that's what it's called um if i'm not um correct me but it's a bible app anyway so i i'm doing the 90 day challenge and all through the old testament um, i'm seeing where god is laying out the law to um to the israelis to the um the jewish people he's saying many 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 times that you shall not eat blood you shall not it shall be poured out and you cook the meat thoroughly and then you eat the meat but you do not eat the blood so um that kind of really stuck with me as I've been reading and I'm like, gosh, I'm really glad I threw away my vampire movies and my vampire books because yes, it's absolutely a sin to to drink blood and to eat blood, which is kind of amazing because as as a society, I mean, whose favorite steak is well done? I mean not very rare or not very many people, right? They mostly like it rare, medium rare, you know, that kind of thing. Kinda of pink. But um kinda of pink, I, I don't know what God's stance on that is, since the blood is usually gone by that time. But um, I'm guessing as long as there's no blood, we're good. So, um, kind of rabbit hole there for a second, sorry. But um, I I just kept going through and and throwing out all of those. And um, then also, I've been seeing in the Old Testament where God is saying... Actually, it's in the Ten Commandments. Um, over in Exodus, Exodus 20 is the Ten Commandments. And one of the commandments is that we, of course, shall have no other gods before God. And we shall not make for ourselves a carved image or any likeness of anything that is in heaven above or that is on the earth beneath Or that is in the water underneath the earth so essentially I um, got rid of any statues any um, anything like that uh, any portraits of like movie stars or whatever um, because those are considered an idol so I had to throw out all of that and then as I was continuing in prayer and talking to God and and learning more about um, demonic spirits, I really felt like fairies and mermaids no longer belong in my life. For one, um, in the Bible it actually says that man and creatures crossed are an abomination, So I had to throw away, and let me tell you, I loved fairies, and I loved mermaids. My goodness, my whole kitchen was dedicated to mermaids. Um, So I've had to throw out all of that. Now I haven't gone as far to throw out, like um, in my room I I have flamingos, because I like to decorate with flamingos, they're pretty. But um, I don't really consider them something that I look up to or... Or, um, want to be like, you know what I mean? I don't idolize, um, flamingos in any way, shape, or form. So, I'm still praying about the flamingos, and honestly, I do stained glass, so, um, I love to do stained glass of, of flamingos. I mean, pink glass is so beautiful, and flamingos as a bird are just so beautiful. They're actually my favorite bird, so, um, I haven't gotten rid of that at all but as I said I'll, I'll keep praying and keep seeking God's um, direction on that but anyhow I, I just keep going through and I keep finding things from day to day to throw out because it seems like I always have a fairy something or other hidden somewhere or or what not and sometimes God will send me to a place in my house and I'll just see a picture of that place in my house in my mind and I will just feel like I'm supposed to go there right so I will go and lo and behold I will find something that God needed me to throw out so if you pray and if you seek God about these things he will show you and, um, you can, I mean, God doesn't need our permission to do anything, but He likes to co partner with us on things. He likes for us to partner with Him on all things. So we can just ask Him, you know, God, if there are things in my house that I need to get rid of, if there are things in my house that, um, make you unhappy if there are things in my house that are disrupting my relationship with you if if there are things in my house um, that maybe are even considered demonic maybe in a way that we don't see it as demonic but spiritually things can be very demonic and we as a society have you know lost our gauge on on what's demonic and what is not i think it that kind of stems from you know people always accusing christians of thinking that everything is demonic but um because of that type of persecution we've kind of gotten incredibly complacent and lost our gauge on on reality and spiritual so um praying about it is really really helpful And God will definitely lead us and and direct us and show us what things we need to part with and what things we need to break agreements with and what things we need to repent from even having. So um, I absolutely encourage everyone to just search your life, search your house, um, go through and throw out anything that could be even questionable you know if i find that i have like a serious question about something like oh god is this often i will just throw it out if i feel deeply conflicted about it i'll just throw it out um as far as the flamingos i don't really feel conflicted about it i mean i'm like ah I really don't think so because they—they they don't seem like idols to me. But I mean, I'm still praying about it, and God will show me. But things that—that I—I was questioning, of course, were the mermaids and the fairies. I'm like, uh, is it? Eh, maybe I just better throw it away, just in case, because honestly, when I feel God giving me, um separation for something or from something. Um, If I feel like my desire to have something around is just not there anymore, then if it's something that I feel like I can give away, I give it away. If it's something I feel like I really just need to throw in the trash, I throw it in the trash. So um, I think God gives us discernment on those types of things. And I do absolutely feel like he will begin to separate us from the things that Um, he no longer wants in our lives so that we no longer feel attachment to those things we can just lay them down freely and quietly and you know no longer have them in our life and god is just so good that way he's so good and he really helps us um, through things like that just to My goodness, because as a people, I feel like we're all so attached to our things. And, you know, we we cling to things that we really, really like. At least I do. So it's really nice to have God there just to kind of help me sever those ties and be okay with just letting those things go. So um and i've i found that he's really helped me in that area for relationships that he no longer wanted me to be in as well you know um as as i spoke last time you know i've i've lost lots of friends along the way and specifically my best friend and that's been really difficult you know and and now my daughter is is Pretty much estranged from me right now, and refuses to speak to me, um, which is really hard. But God, somehow, <laughs> has given me joy in instead of sadness. He has given me peace instead of, gosh, falling on the ground crying sorrow. You know. I mean, I, I still have my moments, but gosh. The way he helps us and the way he can give us use of the the fruits of the Spirit. When we are Spirit-filled and we have accepted the baptism of the Holy Spirit, things can just be different from us. Amen. Oh my gosh, things can just be different. And even, oh my gosh, even though I know I should feel incredible anger about some situations in my life God has started replacing that anger with love and peace where instead of being hateful and ugly about situations and instead of me being like God just strike them down you know you are supposed to be my vengeance God please just take care of this situation I can come to God peacefully and in love and ask God for forgiveness for past anger and ask God to forgive those people who have deceived and, mm, yeah, all of that. Anybody who's upset me, anybody who's come against me, anybody who's... Oh, all of that stuff, you know, I can just say, God, forgive them and come to God in love and pray for them in love instead of in anger or hatred. So that's seriously a testament to how, man, how incredibly helpful our helpful friend the Holy Spirit is, you know, how, my gosh. Our God just makes everything so, so much better in so many ways. And for that, why should we not want to live holy? And why should we not want to give up whatever we can in way of sin to live a happy, healthy, free life? Actually, in the Bible... Um, My goodness, all through the New Testament, it talks about living righteously, and how to live righteously, and how to lay down our flesh, and lay down our sin, and follow Jesus. And I have written down scripture after scripture after scripture after scripture about this. And I could just read you scriptures from the Bible all day long, but Honestly, it would it would take a really really long time. So um, I'm just gonna tell you that in Matthew chapter five, we have the Sermon on the Mount, which is where Jesus actually starts laying out how to be righteous and how to be holy, and how to live for Him. So you can go through and read that. I think the Sermon on the Mount even goes through like chapter seven. Um, yeah, he continues through chapter Seven, yeah, so you could actually in chapter eight, there's some too, so no, that's not the Sermon on the Mount, it's through seven through chapter Seven, so go through and and read that when you get some time. um, I know in my Bible study, I'll get there. I think I'm on chapter three for the study that I have to record next, so um. Chapter 5 is, is coming soon, and God's kind of been dealing with me a little bit on on doing the Bible studies faster and having maybe two a week, so we'll see how it goes. I'm just kind of going to try to follow him. Um, this journey has been kind of difficult for me, though, and I've not been doing the episodes as as quickly as I want, which is not great. I mean, how can I talk about living righteously when I'm not feeling like I'm being completely obedient to what God wants me to do with this podcast but it's weighty it's weighty when God wants me to come on here and and talk to all of you and and you know lay everything down on the line and when he speaks to me you know and wants me to share something that's it's weighty it really is it's it's weighty but At the same time, God kind of showed me today that there might be times that I do mess up. There might be times that I do say something wrong. But I have a heart for repentance. So if I do say something wrong, if I do get something incorrect, I will come and I will repent. And that's just how it is. So I have to not be afraid of messing up. So that's another thing that God's kind of showing us is when he's asking us to do things, don't be afraid to mess up. Just do it and he'll walk us through. It's it's kind of one of those it's not a blind leading the blind situation here because God is absolutely not blind and he knows everything. So if we just follow him and we listen and we speak the words that he wants us to speak, everything is going to be fine. So, with that being said, um I'm going to jump over in my Bible and think i want to go ahead and go to romans actually i was looking through romans and so much of romans also talks about how to live righteously Uh, romans is written by the apostle paul and of course he learned a lot about living righteously really quickly um, in his walk with god hallelujah and I'll just go ahead and read you some of Romans um, chapter 6 because I do definitely want to throw in some scripture here to show you guys that I'm not just making stuff up about um, sanctification and about God wanting us to live righteously because it is scriptural. Um, There's, like I said, all of the New Testament mostly talks about discipleship and leading and drawing you closer to god and and how we need to be laying down our sin because let me see let me just go ahead and get in okay so what shall we say then are we to continue in sin that grace may abound by no means come to Jesus, and we lay down our sin, and we are, give ourselves to him, and when we are baptized, baptism is is symbolized, or It's a symbolism for death, right? We die to our old selves, and when we come up out of that water, we are new in Christ. And why would we die to our sins, and then go back to our life, and right back up where we left off with sin because that's that's really not the way god wants us to be and so many so many people unfortunately have done that Um, and not just today but throughout our walk with jesus so many have done that and actually god talks to us about that over in revelations Let me see. Over in Revelations, it is uh, chapter 3, verse 15 through 16. In Revelation says, I know your works are neither cold nor hot. Would that you were either cold or hot. So you be. So, because you are lukewarm and neither hot nor cold, I will spit you from my mouth. So here, God is saying it's better to be either hot or cold. Because unfortunately, when you're lukewarm, you've accepted God, but then you've gone back and you've picked up your old life and you've picked up your old way and you're just living in sin. And God says that he will spew us from his mouth. Seriously. So we think that we're saved. We think that we have salvation because we've accepted Jesus as our personal Lord and Savior, but we're not living in that. We're walking in sin as though we never accepted Jesus in the first place. God says that that is worse than never knowing him. Because he will spew us from his mouth. And time is short now. We are hearing from the prophets, and I've been feeling it in my spirit that it is the end of the end. So, also, when I was a kid, I always knew or I always felt that I would see the end times. And they are coming, they are coming quickly. If you get into Revelation, you'll see that oh my goodness we are living in the end of times so it's it's not a good time to be playing hide and seek with god it is not the time to do that it's not the time to say you're a believer in christ but you're walking in the enemy camp you can't have two you know one foot in god's camp and one foot in the enemy's camp it just doesn't really work like that so Um, brothers and sisters, please walk righteously, pick up your Bible, read a bit, um, just a bit a day, seriously. And honestly, in, in today's age, there are good things. Hello, there are good things. Like for instance, um, there are 50 billion, (laughs) not really 50 billion. There are several, um, Bible apps that you can download on your phone and, um, You can have the Bible on your phone whenever you want. And also a lot of them have audio as well. So you can, you know, hit the button and um, listen to the audio and follow along right there in the phone. So you can have it read aloud and you can be following along with the text. So that's really nice. There's also several different um, versions of the Bible in these apps, which is absolutely nice. So, you know, whatever you understand best, you can follow along with that version of the Bible. Um, And it's all on your preference, honestly. So I encourage you, dig into the Bible, um, lay down your sin, go through your house, look through every little thing that you can. I know it takes time. I know we're busy. I know it's a big undertaking. Um, It has been for me too. But just spend a little bit of time every day um, weeding out all of the things that are not of God, just take time and do it lovingly, and you know you can always pray while you're doing it as well, so that you can feel close to God while you're um weeding out all of the the sinful things that that are in your house, because let me tell you, the enemy hides you know in in the littlest things, so I just encourage that today. I encourage you just to take a little bit of time. I love you guys. I know I know it's a lot. I know it is. But luckily we we live in the times after Christ where God lays out everything very simply for us to follow versus in the Old Testament when we had to Oh my goodness, do sacrifices for sin and all of that good stuff. And now we can just go to God earnestly, let, you know, throw up our hands and say, God, I repent. I got it wrong. You know, we can just humbly come to God and say, Look, please forgive me. You know, it's that it's easy. Lord, please in Jesus' name, forgive me. I repent. It's not easy. Back in the day, you know, they would have had to lay down, you know, cattle and some lambs and some some goats. You know, we would have been sacrificing some livestock, but we're not having to do that now. Hallelujah. So, um, anyway, that is, that is my, my stuff for today. Thank you so much for listening. I love you very much. You guys have a great day. Bye-bye.